This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Things changed, uh, not just in our province, but right across the country and in many parts of the world recently around this whole COVID uh, vaccination certification deal. As you know, it's now something that's kind of, sort of, almost in effect in Alberta, up to businesses to decide if they want you to prove that you've been vaccinated. And the way that you go about doing that still in Alberta is uh, you just print off a copy of your healthcare record showing that you have been. And as you know, it's been widely um, duplicated and forged and it's not at all secure. So I don't know how much business in Alberta there has been for the cyber criminals who have launched a new cottage industry creating fake vaccine certificates, but they are, and you knew they would, you know, be it a QR code, whatever the case may be, this business has sprung up immediately and people are taking advantage of it. Um, We're going to get some information on how widespread this is and what we can do about it with Robert Falzone, who's head of engineering at Checkpoint Software's Canadian office. Robert, thank you for joining us this morning. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me here, Shay. You know, now really we shouldn't be surprised by this, right, Robert? I mean, especially with all the attention these vaccine passports have been getting and how essential they are to do so many things. You know that cyber criminals are just going to see dollar signs and jump right in, right? This is no different than almost any other scam we've seen. When there's an opportunity and there's, there's uh, uh, you know, there's generated need, uh, there's going to be those folks who fill that gap with, uh, with you know, any sort of fake uh, product they can get their hands on to try to make bucks quickly. So that's exactly what we're seeing here, I'm afraid. And how widespread is it? Is it pretty commonplace, pretty easy to find? I think right now it is fairly commonplace uh, because there are there are a number of systems that aren't quite online yet, or they're not doing yeah. the sort of more uh, in- integrity type checks that make sure that the the information is correct. Um, there's lax enforcement in some places as well. So I think because of those types of things right now, we are seeing quite a significant amount. And the market will only grow, right? As these bugs get worked out, as restrictions become more strict in different locations, these will be more important, and therefore people will be more eager to find them. I think it'll get a little bit more sophisticated, yeah. uh, as the, because as they start to clamp down, for example, uh, here in Ontario, uh, on the 22nd of October, there'll be uh, digital QR codes that will be required that will be checked against a digital database going to make it uh, significantly more difficult for those who are, you know, simple at-home foragers, for example. Um, so I think what will happen is the, the methods will become more sophisticated. The prices will probably go up. It won't eliminate it, but it will certainly make it much more difficult and the stakes will be higher. Now, I don't want to say buyer beware to people who are out hitting the black market and buying these fake documents, but in reality, um, oftentimes these guys will sell you something that they promise is going to work and it turns out to be junk, if it even exists. As you say, as things get more and more regulated and, you know, QR codes and stuff like that, can you even be reasonably confident that what you're buying is going to actually work for you? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Well, it's interesting because in, in some cases you can, in some cases you can't, and uh, I'll differentiate there for you. Uh, these criminals actually, in, in many cases, um, have uh, reputations, and you know they want to continue to sell their wares uh, as long as possible. So, for example, if you're, you know, some folks are getting them uh, on the dark web. Uh, many of those stores, if you will, on the dark web have reputations and rating systems and so forth. So they do try to present or deliver something. Um, the, you know, the the average uh, at home criminal, if you will, are probably not so sophisticated, right. and likely you're going to get scammed uh, 100%. So are governments not in some way at least partly responsible for this? I mean, if they're handing out secure QR codes that link to government-held information, how can these hackers or these cyber criminals come up with the same thing? Are they just hacking into the system, or how does it work? In some cases, it's insiders. Uh, in some cases, there are weaknesses, as was with the um, in Quebec when they initially rolled it out. The software was designed to be used in multiple different jurisdictions. So they had uh, a component within the software that allowed them to check against uh, additional uh, authentication sources. And as a result of that, uh, somebody exploited that uh, immediately and was able to take advantage of it. That loophole was closed uh, and remains closed in in a number of other jurisdictions. But mistakes like that will happen. And obviously, they have to react quickly. They have to have a solid cybersecurity response protocol and make sure that the tools they're using are advanced enough to manage any more types of attacks that might occur from the outside. And so far, at least in Alberta, um, the messaging from Alberta Health largely has been, yes, we're aware that people are doing this. We need to remind you that it's illegal. This is criminal activity. You cannot alter an official document like this. So we should point out that you can get in trouble for doing stuff like this. These are significant fines. I mean, uh, there's the case of the the Americans that tried to enter uh, across the Canadian border and were fined $20,000 apiece. So that's not an insignificant fine, and various different jurisdictions have uh, additional fines and and, uh, municipal code violations and stuff that will certainly um, make for a miserable week, I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt about it, but we know it's out there. Um, Robert, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers. Yeah, you bet. That is Robert Falzone, who is head of engineering at Checkpoint Software's Canadian office. And yeah, I mean... That's the way that the internet works, right? Uh, And I'm sure there's all kinds of different places where people are offering these sorts of documents and and things like that. Now, Alberta did come out with their QR code on the weekend. I got mine. You can get it. Um, It's pretty quick, pretty easy. You just go in and you put in your healthcare number and uh, the date you got vaccinated. And if those two things match up, they, they send you the QR code, which is great. Still haven't figured out how to save it to my phone yet. Trying to work on that. Apparently, there's a way you can do it, but I haven't figured it out. And uh, the other issue, of course, is the fact that the program that businesses will have to use to scan that QR code, that's not done yet. 